Hey there, Caniacs. I'm Jared Ellis of Fansided Cardiac Cane, and it is just me today, uh, sitting with my cat and my dog. Uh, Walker is at home taking care of some schoolwork. Um, so it is just me here today, uh, so this will be a pretty quick episode. Um, I will be taking a look back at this weekend's games against Vegas and Vancouver. I'll also have a quick Metro Monday segment for you guys. Um, this episode, again, will be quick. Uh, just Walker isn't here. We're going to get this one done, out of the way, ready to go. Uh, to, and with that out of the way, we'll take a quick break. And I'm back. Uh, now, the first game back uh, for the weekend uh, was against the Vegas Golden Knights um, at home. I believe it was on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh yeah, it was Friday, I think. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I ended up being a 4-3 loss uh, at home. That was, again, uh, Carolina's first game in 10 days uh, following the All-Star break. Um, they, and it showed. Excuse me. They definitely looked like they hadn't played in a little bit. Uh, and Vegas ended up jumping out to an early lead, uh, which... Give the Hurricanes credit; they were able to um, come back and erase that lead uh, for Vegas. Uh, but they end up allowing a very late power play goal uh, to get by them, uh, which ended up being the deciding factor in the game, uh, which was disappointing. I believe it was on an Aho hooking penalty. I believe yes, because uh, Edmondson's stick had broken. Uh, and Ajo had to take the penalty pr- to prevent a score, which ultimately Vegas was still able to score, uh, sadly. Um, but yesterday on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, the Hurricanes took on the Vancouver Canucks uh, at home again. And this one was definitely a very hard-fought game. Uh, the Canucks were able to get out to an early lead, uh, only a one goal lead. Uh, but then the Hurricanes were able to tie it up uh, in the second and in the third. Um, it again got tied up, you know, with both teams scoring again. Eventually went to overtime, uh, and then subsequently a shootout, and with Tavo and Williams uh, both scoring and Williams being the deciding factor uh, in the shootout yet again, uh, just like he was in the Islanders game a few games ago. Uh, So Canes were able to get two points out of that one, uh, which I believe uh, puts them back in the playoff picture. Hopefully they will stay there. Uh, They can kind of shake whatever funk they're in uh, right now. Uh, But... Again, they were able to squeak out a win yesterday uh, at home, which I feel is definitely much needed. Uh, That also snapped Vancouver's, I believe, five-game winning streak, I believe they were on. Uh, But that snapped that, uh, which is some good momentum for the Hurricanes. Um, And I will say in that game, uh, there was definitely some questionable uh, officiating uh, in that. I understand Everyone is human, and calls are always going to get missed, no matter if it's other teams committing those penalties against us or us committing those penalties. 
stuff is always going to get missed, but that game seemed a bit lopsided, uh, to say the least. Uh, Vancouver got away with quite a bit of stuff uh, that we were getting called for. Um, and it was very frustrating. Um, obviously, you know, listening to the game and then I'm sure for the players and coaches, uh, for the hurricanes as well, I'm sure it was very frustrating, uh, during post game interviews, Brad Brindamore didn't, he was very diplomatic, uh, in addressing that, but he definitely kind of came across as he was very irritated, obviously, but you know, he obviously wasn't going to say that, uh, but definitely some changes need to be made, whether it be, uh, the amount of referees, uh, replays, training for the refs, but it's definitely getting a bit out of hand with stuff getting missed. Uh, and again, that's not just because, you know, it was uh, those penalties committed, being committed on us that was making it frustrating. Um, I mean, it was obviously frustrating seeing that, but it's just frustrating seeing that league wide that there's just so much getting missed and quite often in more often than not, it's being the deciding factors uh, in games of missed calls or calls that shouldn't have been made uh, just deciding games. And it's frustrating. The hurricanes are fighting two teams, honestly uh, in that game against Vancouver, they're having to fight the Canucks and then they're, having to fight the refs too because the refs weren't calling anything on the Canucks, uh, which was definitely wreaking more havoc for the Hurricanes than the Canucks already will. Um, And speaking of that game, uh, uh, Brett Pesci, uh, he took a nasty hit to the wrist, I believe, from a slap shot. I forget who shot the puck. Uh, But he immediately went down and wasn't getting up. And the whistle wasn't blown, even though there was blood, um, which I understand, you know, people get hit with pucks all the time. It's not always going to get called. Uh, so it looked normal at, uh, at the beginning, but then you have players from both teams, the Hurricanes and the Canucks, telling the refs, stop play, you know, tell them to blow the whistle. Um, and it just took forever for them to do it, and that was very frustrating. Like, there's a guy bleeding all over the ice and you're not stopping play um luckily brett's obviously okay he went got stitched up everything's fine he even came back and continued to play but again i just feel that something needs to happen with the referees whether it be the amount of referees on the ice um because the game is just getting faster and faster uh seems to be getting harder for them to keep up um, maybe some new training for the referees um, could be in order, uh, but something definitely has to change uh, with that. Uh, but on a more positive note, uh, that was Andrei Svechnikov's uh, 20th goal of the season, uh, which was great to see. Uh, and there's still plenty of games left in the season, so he can uh, just keep knocking him in the back of the net. And of course, two of those have been uh, lacrosse goals uh, as well. Um, 
And in the second period, like I mentioned, uh, the Hurricanes were able to tie it up. They were able to score two goals in that uh, period. They definitely uh, seemed to find their mojo uh, in that Nino scored, which is always great. He's definitely been a little bit out of it this season. Uh, So it's nice to see him do something. Um, But with that recap out of the way... um, We will take another quick break and we will be back with a Metro Monday segment, guys. And we are back. Um, And we will obviously tomorrow get Walker's thoughts on uh, how the lines looked for the Vancouver game um, and his thoughts on that game as well as as the officiating, the whole Pesci thing. We'll get that tomorrow when he's back. Um, but on to the Metro Monday uh, segment. There's been some changes in the Metro standings um, so far. Uh, and Barry is snoring. I can hear that through my headphones. Um, so he's he's a sleepy boy. Uh, and Athena is down there sleeping by the hamper. Uh, she's out. Hopefully she doesn't decide to get gas. Because she can be a bit gassy, as Rottweilers tend to be. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Um, now, top two positions uh, in the Metro are still the same. Uh, no surprise there, with Washington sitting atop the division uh, at 35-13-5, and with 75 points total. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, not far behind at 33-14-5, and with 71 points total. Um, so no changes there, but we actually do have a little bit of a change, uh, with the third spot in the Metropolitan Division now being occupied by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, so they've crept their way on up into the third spot in the division, uh, which is nice to see because they were struggling at the beginning of the season and now they've, uh, been one of the teams to creep back in it. Um. They are, again, third in the division now uh, at 28, 16, and 9 with 65 points. Um, But then it does obviously get uh, to be a very close race uh, here now uh, with the first wild card being the New York Islanders who have fallen into that first wild card spot. Uh, They're now at 29, 18, and 6 with 64 points. So only a single point behind the Blue Jackets, uh, and with the second wild card spot being occupied by yours truly, the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, now with a thirty nineteen and three record uh, and sixty three points total, uh, and actually Philadelphia uh, is right behind us. Uh, at 28, 17, and 7 with 63 points. So we definitely have to be on our game uh, over the next, well, really just for the rest of the season. Uh, but right now especially uh, to open up a gap there between us. Uh, obviously hop the Islanders and hop the Blue Jackets as well. Um, so we're not uh, right there on the borderline. Uh, and Florida is also right there uh, on the borderline. At 28, 17, and 5, and 61 points. So they're right there as well. There's a little bit of a drop-off after the Panthers. Uh, Looking up at the Atlantic Division, as we always do on the Metro Monday segments, uh, 
that division's pretty much looking the same as it has for quite some time now, uh, with the first spot being occupied by the defending Eastern Conference champion Boston Bruins at 31, 10, and 12, uh, 74 points total. Uh, second place now being the Tampa Bay Lightning at uh, 32, 15, and 5 with 69 nice points. I uh, hope you guys caught that joke. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Don't ask Cheyenne. She thinks I'm funny. I think. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and the third place in the Atlantic being uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs um, at 28, 17, and 7 with 63 points total. Uh, again, with Philadelphia and Florida uh, being right there on the cusp of breaking in. Um, looking out west now uh, in the Central Division. Uh, first place, you have the St. Louis Blues uh, at 31, 14, and 8 with 70 points total. Uh, second place, you have the Colorado Avalanche at 28, 16, and 6 with 62 points. Uh, in third place, you have the Dallas Stars at 29, 18, and 4, also with 62 points. Uh, so if Hurricanes were in the Central, they'd be in second place. Um, and in the Pacific, uh, you have the Vancouver Canucks, who would just beat uh, at 30, 18, and 5 with 65 points. In second place, you had the Edmonton Oilers at 28, 18, and 6 with 62 points. Third place, you have the Vegas Golden Knights at 27, 27 with 60. Uh, my, my I'm sorry for that little audio hiccup. Um, I will look at the Pacific uh, again just to be safe uh, in case... That messed up a little bit for you guys, because as you know, my editing software is total and complete shit and crashes all the time. So there will be no editing on this episode. Uh, but again, first place, uh, you had the Vancouver Canucks at 30, 18, and 5 with 65 points. Uh, second place, you have the Edmonton Oilers at 28, 18, and 6 with 62 points. Uh, third place, you have the Vegas Gold Knights at 27, 20, and 7 with 61 points. So again, if the Hurricanes were in the Western Conference, either division, uh, Pacific or Central, they would actually be in second place in those divisions uh, right now. With the Pacific, them only being two points behind the division-leading Vancouver Canucks. Uh, and the Western Conference wildcard, uh, we have the Calgary Flames in the first wild card at 27, 20, and 6 with 60 points. And the second wild card being occupied by the scratching and clawing Arizona, Arizona, Arizona Coyotes at 26, 21, and 7 with 59 points total. Uh, with Chicago, Winnipeg both at 56 points right outside and Nashville uh, 55 points, uh, so being right there. Minnesota being a little bit farther behind with 52, uh, with a 23-22-6 record. Um, and as we always do, just kind of checking up on our friends in hockey town. Uh, now Detroit is at 
12, 37, and 4 with 28 points and a minus 93 differential. Uh, so hopefully uh, next season will be a little bit better for them uh, up there. It's definitely been a little disappointing just uh, seeing how they're doing this year. They're definitely not doing too hot, uh, to say the least. Um, speaking of Calgary and Edmonton, you obviously had the Battle of Alberta this weekend, which was absolutely insane. Uh, that'll be my quick thoughts on that. Uh, we'll talk about that more tomorrow uh, when Walker is here, because I know he is definitely going to have some thoughts on that, because we are both sending clips back and forth of that game, especially goalie fight. Uh, so I know he's going to want to talk about that. Uh, and to our friend uh, Bobble on Twitter, uh, we did see your question, uh, and we will discuss it tomorrow uh, when Walker is here so we can discuss the uh, Flurry pairing. Uh, no, who was it? Ah, I think it was Flurry here talking about. Well, I should pull the tweet up tomorrow. Um, well, that we'll take one final break uh, and we'll look at what we have in store for tomorrow for you guys. We'll be right back. And we are back. Uh, tomorrow on Tuesday, uh, we will obviously have the preview of, for tomorrow's game. The Hurricanes will be in St. Louis taking on the defending champion, St. Louis Blues. Also the, what was it, Central? Yeah, Central Division leading leaders over there. Um, that would be the first game uh, Justin Falk has played against his previous team. I uh, actually haven't paid much attention to the Blues this year, so I don't really know how he's doing. So if there's any Blues uh, fans out there that listen or just any of you guys that follow the Blues, uh, let us know how that is. Because uh, like I said, we won't see a whole lot of Blues coverage out here. Um, as previously mentioned, we'll discuss the Battle of Alberta. Uh, we'll uh, take that question uh, or topic you wanted us to discuss. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow as well. Um, and we'll also have more to discuss as well. Um, and now Athena has farted. So I hope you guys uh, never have a, the technology that would allow you to smell this because it smells awful. And thank you for that, Athena. You're sleeping. You're, you're farting in your sleep. That, that That's fantastic. She's such a good girl, though. Um, but tomorrow, everything should hopefully be back to normal uh, for us. Um, and with that, I will bid you adieu. So always remember to toss the coin to your witcher. Don't drink and drive. Wear your seatbelt. Don't do anything too stupid. You guys have a good one.